0: show, we end up doing this uh, on SoundCloud, iTunes, so it be an MP3 version, so, and maybe you can get some of our back catalog. <laughs> 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 maybe
1: you can listen to the my, my, previous so, my son will have to let me know about it. Yeah, there <laughs> go. Yep. Me, you
2: know. there go. Hey, everybody, what's going on? It is... Hey, uh, everybody,
0: we're starting the show again, oh, yeah. but we're going to start it like a radio. We no. were
2: going to make fun of the radio, weren't we? <laughs> hey, <laughs> it's... It's, uh, <laughs> it's Arpin' Man and Weasel. Right, and it's, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Okay. Um, anyway, um, Voice of the Brickyard Battalion, episode four... four. Uh, I kept. I stopped keeping track of the permanent relegation uh, episodes. It's, it's we had weird. a bunch beforehand, but now we're just kind of cataloging these as the voice of the Brickyard Battalion. Chris is back, uh, everyone on the uh, YouTube watching. Chris was having some. Uh, okay, go ahead. Just get it out of the way. <laughs> no, no, no,
0: no. We'll get to it. No, we'll, there's a time and a place, and it will come sure? soon.
2: You don't, don't want to get it out of the no, way first. No,
0: okay. no, I'm gonna. I'm gonna hold on to this for a minute.
2: Of course, you can watch us on YouTube. Uh, permanent right Relegation, yeah. oh, wait, YouTube.com slash Permanent Relegation, Right. Um, but After if you're listening show, to this on MP3, uh,
0: uh, you uh, can get <laughs> us out at SoundCloud.com forward slash Permanent Relegation, you can get us out on iTunes as well, look up Permanent Relegation, as always, um, you can always follow us, we have all types of random things to say, um, some of it funny, some of it we think we're funny, um, and sometimes we find mistakes at ESPN and other things, so, and you can find us out there at a PR Podcast Show, did uh, you
2: tweet us out in Spanish?
0: maybe why
2: because it, uh, a tweet just came out in spanish from us
0: oh really yeah huh did you do
2: that right there no no
0: huh. I, I really didn't but right. i think they uh, they to, youtube automatically did that all right first. well cool that's pretty awesome. cool awesome all right for anybody so. who's
2: uh, who is spanish and and or speaks wow, I mean, spanish wow you were just going to wow i'm just going to alienate mm. a bunch of people yeah, That's good <laughs> i think a, you're fired I'm don <laughs> Sterling this all all the crazy okay. <laughs>
0: Anyway, he gone. yes,
2: nice. anyway, um, we are live at Chatham Tap in Fishers, Indiana, as usual. Uh, come down to Fish, uh, Fishers, the Chatham Tap in Fishers, the Chatham Tap downtown even, um, to uh, watch uh, BPL games, Champion Leagues games, sometimes La Liga games. La Liga games, games
0: sometimes, yeah. right. Um, and maybe not an NASL game. Yes, I which mean, we'll get yeah. to that too. Uh, <laughs> right.
2: There's watch parties all over the city for the Indy 11, uh, which we'll talk about as well. And uh, uh, we'll get to the guest. Here we ha- we do have a distinguished guest. I can say distinguished
0: with you, can't I? He, I believe he seems so. very modest and he wants to smile best. But
2: this Anybody guy who has like a local branded shirt that's on the show has to be. And be <laughs> drives around in a car. Yes, that's it's right. <laughs> yes.
0: And I meant to mention that actually my my uh my license plate is actually for I actually. Uh, so yeah, absolutely. So had to. So I was like, that's the I only one to. I know because it, well, it was twofold. It was one, I hate Indiana's license plates, and number two, I said I want to have. Uh, a good cause to go for. I was like, and that's the, honestly the only one I really care right now about. I mean, I care about a lot of things, but still, that was the best. So it's a good one. It is. Yeah, you were pretty pumped about that. I was super you pumped. Were super pumped. and it happened to be goalkeeper, so that was cool. <laughs> yes. 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 And the GK. So because of, because unless your, it stands for something connection. else. <laughs> I mean, I assume that's, the GK. That's about
1: as close as we could get. Okay. So all of them are going. all of them GK, that I believe all the, all the cars are GK. Okay. What about trucks? I believe motorcycles are PK.
0: Ooh, oh that's cool how about that
1: and it's so weird. And I think trucks would fit into the same thing with the cars or I, yeah. I, I think they're all the same
0: yeah that's interesting after the bike conversation we just had offline there you go so huh all right uh,
2: uh, first things
0: first though first things first we're gonna we're gonna um, kind of kick off with uh,
2: a, a bit of a somber note um, as those of you who have been following are, are well aware um, Alex Morris uh, recently passed away from uh, you were you were kind of close to Alex. Are you worked? You had a working relationship with Alex.
1: Right. I knew I knew I knew the Morris family. Um, I was in the earlier pro days than when they were involved with the Blast and the Blaze, but uh, was still very connected with Indiana soccer and and all that was going on here at the, during their time. Uh,
2: for those that don't know, um, uh, Alex Morris was the former owner of the Indiana Blast and Indiana Blaze, uh, two former pro soccer teams here in Indianapolis, uh, which is one of the reasons that George. Ah, uh, Perry is joining with us from uh, Indiana Soccer Organization, um, and your past with uh, with the uh, the Daredevils, um, but uh, he he recently passed away. I did want to read a, read a couple of statements and and just get your thoughts on him as well. Uh, one from Tim Holt, uh, who is the uh, USL president. Uh, he said that Alex was one of the great characters in USL history, and the Morris family did an outstanding job of bringing a high level of men's and women's soccer to Indianapolis. We send our condolences to his family and all the friends that he had made over a full and rich life. And also, um, I got a statement from uh, Peter Wilt, president and uh, GM of Indy 11. Uh, Alex was a generous, share, uh, was generous sharing info on the blast and his views of indie soccer market with me, a good man who loved soccer and Indianapolis. He didn't have to help Indie 11, but he was excited to do so, and it was important to me when he agreed to, uh, to be included on our website as a friend of Indy 11. At uh, our next home game, they're going to honor him and a local sports player by the known, uh, name of Bree Sparks, who also uh, passed That's away me. this week, uh, uh, way too young. Um, but uh, there's going to be a little bit mo- uh, of a moment, uh, a May 10th game uh, for both Bree and for Alex. So I'd like to just get you know, uh, your thoughts on Alex and, and his passing.
1: Yeah, no, the, the the Morris family, Alex and his wife Kim, I mean, just did a tremendous job of, of, of – bringing soccer to the forefront in Indianapolis in their days with the blast and the blaze. And, and it, it certainly was a challenge then. I mean, we had youth soccer going, and, and youth soccer has always been strong in Indiana, but certainly not the way it is right now. And uh, for, for a family like that to to go out on the edge, uh, for the most part, uh, as they did, uh, both personally and professionally, uh, to help promote the game of soccer in, in our state and, in, and around our region was was tremendous. And uh There there are an awful lot of you know stories. I I can't say I was involved exactly with the blast and the blaze to to share my stories, but I do know a lot of people that were in in, in the state at the time and enjoyed going to the games and and and, uh, being with my Indiana, my IU past. uh, A lot of IU guys have been through uh, that program as well, and uh, it it was a tremendous opportunity for a lot of people to continue the game and, and and grow it. And and I think without some of the startups like the like the blast and the blaze the Daredevils and others um, Indie 11 wouldn't be where it is right now because I think uh, and Peter as smart as he is he contacted the people that have done it before him and <laughs> right. he uses it uh, and he uses it in a positive way uh, their their feedback and their information of what to share so as uh, maybe not to stumble on the same steps yeah. that uh, maybe some of us did in the past.
0: And, that, and that's huge. Um, and we talked about that before with the the different iterations of teams that have kind of come through and <clears throat> the reasons why they folded, uh, and, and they vary. And, you know, some financial sum. It's just not the right time. And that right now we kind of be. It seems that we're at a spot where everything seems to kind of be culminating together. And it is really great to be dealing with an organization um, from Ursal down that seems to get that. That doesn't just think, well, this is it. And we're gonna we're gonna capitalize on this, but. I think is is doing a good job of, of of making sure that they know the roots of where this came from because right. without you guys, right, there is nothing. You guys put in the hard work to make this my dream for me personally come true.
1: So well, it it certainly wasn't work on on any <laughs> of our parts. It was it was it was it was, it was passion. I mean, to actually, right. you know. Have an apartment and, a, and actually a little bit of money to spend um, for for a college kid, right. uh, uh, you know, it was, it was fantastic. But right. but I think one of the things that the daredevils or the uh, excuse me, the Indy Eleven has done right now that is um, so fundamental, so basic, but so many people miss it, is you you talk from Versal, you know, quote, yep. quote unquote down, but they're doing it the other way around. They're doing right. it from the bottom up. Right. As Peter came in, he's developed a trem- Rock tremendous tremendous grassroots right. program. He's yeah. doing the things like this. Um, and, and you can see it with the with the uh, the kids' festival, you know, uh, site at the games, um, and, and just look at the crowd. I right. mean, they're they're targeting the right people, and and the bottom line is we've got guys like you who are of that age that are you know you you bought into this game, you you love it, um, you're looking for stuff to do, <laughs> and it's 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 a it's a it's a it's a great audience, uh, and uh, and the fun thing about it is that I brought my grandson to the last Indy Eleven game. We had him for the Easter weekend. And um, and he wasn't so sure he wanted to go to a second soccer game for the day because he went to watch his, his, cousin, or his <laughs> uh, uncle play rather uh, earlier in the day. And um, he ended up stomping in the stands with everybody. and, and Where, getting where going. were you
0: guys sitting?
1: If you um, we were in, where we're Indiana soccer has its season tickets, okay. so it's kind of right behind the team bench um, okay. oh, about nice. 15 rows up. Right. I mean, I have season tickets with Steve Franklin, our, our director of coaching okay. education. We're behind the... Uh, the East goal, oh, okay. uh, right up on the top. I oh, like okay. that long vision. Plus, I could get yeah. to watch all you guys uh, uh, right. on, the other, on the other there, the right other no, side. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but but you know what? You can. The only right. problem is that I think the screen still needs to be three times bigger for me to see everything on it. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm sitting right in front of the screen. Sometimes I have problems <laughs> seeing it.
0: I've got horrible eyesight.
1: But no, it, it, it's you know it's fantastic how it's how it's going.
0: Um. No I and agreed it. the the whole grassroots thing. Right, I think there's this small group that we might have an affiliation with that. I forget uh, what they're called. They're
2: like the the uh br- br- the
0: raceway, raceway Raceway Army. Raceway army. Hmm. Right. You know, the Brickyard Battalion, Weird. right? Yeah, That's ideal. Right. <laughs> oh, man, Josh <laughs> I can see Gabe right now just going,
3: That's no. it, we're done. So, um, <laughs> yeah.
0: so yeah, so I would like to if we can, if we can give a toast. I know your water yeah. over there. My water. It's Alex okay. and you Be know and, and it's to life and to Having a life that was um, honestly worth living, that making the most out of every single moment, and that's uh, everything that I hear from everybody who talks about him, because not knowing the guy, sounds exactly that. Was a guy in, in a family that took that time to to just live to, to be the fullest. Passion
1: about soccer yeah. And, yeah. and everything. <laughs> life. well no, absolutely. Cheers to that. Thank you so, very much. So all right.
2: So the reason that you're here. The reason that you're here, we haven't is told you. You're yet. still asking that we question. We haven't told you. Yeah, we haven't told you that. We want to know your thoughts. No. Um, <laughs> uh, obviously, this is the uh, Josh Mason History Hour.
0: Uh, oh man, you use my thing. I mean, you, get the, you know what? <laughs> okay, I just wanted to go on the record to say. Look right at him. So Andy's Look right really at him. good at taking my best material. And, and, and taking it, and it's okay because we're kind of like one, and so that's fine, but, dude, I really wanted to bust Josh out on that one, but it's all right. You can so.
2: keep going. You can explain it. Why did you want to say that this was the uh, Josh Mason uh, History So, hour?
0: Josh, since the inception of this show, and I'm looking right at you, Josh, because I know you're watching this live, so uh, you've wanted to bring up the historical aspect, and, and we could not uh, we cannot agree more uh, about that. We couldn't but do it ourselves. No, we absolutely not. And, and this was something where it's like we talk about Indy 11, we talk about Peter, we talk about the, the BYB, but when you talk about the history of Indiana soccer, Josh becomes like Peter will when it comes to history, and he just <laughs> lights up. He's like, oh, I'm telling you, it's going to be great, and we're going to do this. And it's like, all right, man, this is like 47 messages later. Let's just kind of, all right, let's roll. So, so, so we, we have So Duan. we get
2: his unicorn guest,
0: and he's not even here. <laughs> what? He's not even here. Oh Josh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's been talking about you like you're a unicorn, right? And then it's the one time we get you on it. Hey Josh, where are you? Oh, in training in oh. Chicago. So so anyways. Yeah. So, uh, which obviously George Perry. So, what, what did he say? He called us uh, a name that uh, I don't know if we're uh, <laughs>
2: if we're allowed to use all, allowed because to we're yeah. we're
0: affiliated with the Brickyard Battalion. Oh man, it, it, oh that's great. <laughs> so, all right. So, so obviously you have a, a wide range. Part of the reason why we have you on is um, one of those teams we talked about, uh, the Daredevils. You were there. You experienced it. Um, that was back. I mean, obviously, if we're, talking about,
2: if we're talking about history, though, right. I want to know your history. Like, yeah. how did you get to that point? You know, you said that you you were getting paid, and like, what was
0: your well, scholarship, age? IU, right? I mean, yeah. U right?
1: Yeah. Right. Well, I, I I grew up. I, I learned my soccer in Chicago when okay. my parents moved there, so we had never done it uh, there. So I grew up in uh, and I had a crazy Ukrainian high school teacher <laughs> slash coach. Who got me involved with the Ukrainian soccer club in the city? Oh, wow! <laughs> and so I was a 14-year-old also playing on a men's team in the in the city through him, yeah. and uh, and that was my real introduction to soccer for the most part. Um, I actually uh, a Ukrainian guy from uh, University of Alabama in Huntsville recruited me to play soccer. <laughs> um, and, that that and seems weird. Well, <laughs> what's even what's, what's, what's even weirder is having a Ukrainian with a Southern American accent. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, Mr. Perry. <laughs> but uh, uh, so he went around to Ukrainian clubs in Chicago, and New York, and did all the recruiting because IU at the time wasn't varsity when I came out of high school. Anyways, I didn't last there, and I ended up transferring to uh, to Indiana uh, because of Coach Yegley, and, uh, and and I had a tremendous, uh, for at least for, in my eyes, a tremendous career uh, at IU. Uh, and stayed on. Um, you're uh, not biased. <laughs> stayed on. At, you know. I mean. Well. I mean. Living in Bloomington for you know eight or nine years. I mean. How much better could it get? Right. I mean. That, that Bloomington
0: I mean, is right. It really. It's funny when you get a little bit older and you go down to Bloomington. You go. Yeah. I think I'd rather go to the Brown County area or maybe Nashville and you kind of avoid Bloom. Bloomington. Bloomington's okay, but when you're there and it's
1: that time, uh, Bloomington's amazing. It was fantastic. Right. And That's so amazing. when when I came out, I was drafted uh, by the Rochester Lancers in the old NESL. Um, although interestingly enough, they never contacted me after they drafted me, so I went. To, <laughs> so I so I went the redraft. Oh, okay. I, I went to the redraft, and I was uh, redrafted by the Fort Lauderdale Strikers. Okay. Um. And, or no, excuse me, Tampa Bay Rowdies, because the Strikers are who um, the Indy Eleven just played the other day. So I was down there for a 10-day trial period. I think I was five minutes into the first try- day of tryouts where I realized that I don't think I'm an NESL player. Oh, okay. But I'm just going <laughs> to enjoy the ten days anyways, and why not? You know, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in uh, yeah. Tampa Bay and, and have a good time. Yeah. But at the same time, is when the Daredevils were just getting started, and before I went down for my tryout, um, uh, Sam Donnelly, who was our coach for the uh, for the Daredevils with the uh, Stoppenhagen family, was were the owners at the time, um, had extended a contract offer to me, you know, for, uh, to to play for the Daredevils. And, uh, and this
0: was '78, right? This was set 1978, 78,
1: correct? Okay. I finished playing at IU in '77, okay. and, and this was in '78. Okay. And uh, <clears throat> and I had a long talk with a uh, Gordon Jago, who's a renowned coach for the for the Rowdies, and uh, they offered me a reserve contract, but we we both came to agreement that you know more than likely soccer wasn't going to be a long playing soccer wasn't going to be a long term professional career for me. Right. Uh, so it might be best for me to come back. And I was able to play for the Daredevils and continue schooling, try to finish up my undergraduate degree and, and everything else. And, and so it worked out great. So I was able to sign with the Daredevils. And then in the off-season, I was an assistant coach and, and going to school at, at IU. So the the ti- the time timing, it wasn't the split seasons like it is now. Right. <clears throat> so it was pretty much end of spring through the summer, okay. a little bit early fall. Um, August, so it was, it was, it was done, perfect right? for actually, you know, by that time I actually, but I really probably should get a degree and, 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 and decided to go to class, so it all worked out really well. Uh, so it was a great opportunity.
2: Was it something that you know when you were playing? Was it uh, obviously the soccer scene in uh, the U.S. wasn't much of anything at that point uh, when you were compared
3: playing to today.
1: Compared right? to yeah. today,
2: like, were you? Was it something that you were wanting to do? Like when you were playing, were you were like, I want to be a professional soccer player
1: actually, yes. Um, yeah. and 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 I'm sure to um uh, to drive Coach Yeagley crazy uh, and and remember, my coach was the eldest of the two uh, coach Yeagley's. Um You know, I didn't go to school to go to school. i go I went to school to play soccer to find another way to continue to play <laughs> right, soccer, yeah. um, which my grades over a few semesters would 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 uh, <clears throat> would would demonstrate yeah. that for sure. so it's um you know it's in it's a good situation. So, yeah, my whole guy idea was to play. Now, certainly after my tryout down in uh, Tampa Bay, I realized that I make it a few years out of this, but <laughs> okay. that's about it. And I better figure that's out something that's else that's right, going to be happening, right, right. you know. And uh, and I re- and, and actually, that's when I started actually being a relatively good student. So it's it's interesting <laughs> how it all all, all ties together uh, with that. And uh, and thanks to my wife, I actually ended up having a master's, getting a master's degree from IU as well. So wow. it's uh, okay. I, you know I finished up the the, the whole thing, but. Um, yeah, no, it was it was a dream to play. I mean, I I grew up in uh, that the, that club team I was talking yep. about that I played for in Chicago. Ukrainians um, just beat
0: you into thinking well, about soccer is the way to be, right?
1: <laughs> well, it's interesting is that there were probably only two actually born Ukrainians on the team. The okay. rest of us were from all over the place. But right. the year that I the, one of the last years that I was yep. playing for them, we won the Chicago major division for the adults. Okay. And the next year is when the Chicago Sting and the Chicago yep. Cats. Started. They start at the same time. The old NASL and ASL. Of the eleven starters on the team that I played on, ten of them, five went to the Sting, five went to the Cats, and I was number eleven. Wow! You know, and I was about I was about a seventeen-year-old kid at the time. So I mean, one, I wasn't good enough. Two, I was definitely too young. Right. But these guys could fill out a play. So I don't know how I was on this team, but. Somehow I was on this team, um, and I think bottom line is every every group has their token, and I was the token American. Oh, okay. So uh, gotcha. okay. you know, <clears throat> it it, yeah. it it works from there. Right. But but what an education for me. My I mean my family didn't know anything about soccer until yeah. I was my participation. My my parents didn't knew nothing about the game, and uh, and it it was quite an interesting you know challenge with all of that. So actually my first year at IU when I transferred to IU after being in Alabama. You couldn't play it those years. You had to sit out a year when you transferred. So I would go back to Chicago every weekend in the fall to play for this club team. Okay. And uh, and kind of a fun. Just to keep playing. Just to keep playing because yeah. I couldn't okay. play games right. with, with you know with that. I mean I was playing on the club team at IU, okay. but I couldn't I couldn't play in the varsity.
3: Okay.
1: Um, and so they gave me a round trip. You could they could give you money for transportation. So they give me a round trip bus fare. Yep. Well, there was no bus by the time <laughs> our games finished on Sunday in Chicago to come home, but I could fly home. Okay. So what I would do was I would hitchhike from Bloomington to Chicago, to the North Side of Chicago well, every Friday. <laughs> it was different back Well, this then. is back this in 1978. Right. But, but the best part is is the is the my first time I was doing it, I got picked up on 465 and 37 down on yeah. the South Side yep. by a salesman who said, "Well, I'm going I'm 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 heading to Milwaukee, but I got to stop in Val, near Valparaiso, yeah. but then I'm going straight to there." So I said, "Well, I'll stop with you," and then he dropped me off. I mean I I mean we live five hundred yards from the expressway in those days. You know, like wow. my family did. He said, Well, if you can be up here by five o'clock on Fridays, I'll give you a ride every time. Yeah. And I had sec- seven rides in a row from the same guy hitchhiking.
0: So to Chico- do you to still Chicago. talk to that guy? Do you know that <laughs> right Did you ever I, I, you go going
1: into a relationship? Because, okay. Because, you know, there's no cell phone, so you never yeah, had a phone number. Well, you true. never did that's that true.
2: kind of stuff. Just a random act of kindness it and it was and, that it, that and
1: it and it was a it was it, it was it was it was an interesting thing. And it got to the point that mom had, you know, some food waiting so for the guy. What did you have to pay?
0: I was going to say, yeah. What, what
1: did he get out of this <laughs> deal? So uh, yeah. company. There you go. Company. Good. And okay. and that's what you that did. Drive sales
0: too. <laughs> uh, what do you mean? Oh, you mean they don't have the cool right? They didn't have the cool windmills
1: like they, didn't they have did. <laughs> they <passed laughs> that's, right. That that's right. Home, right? That's right. The windmill how farm. Many, how many can you count? <laughs> yeah, right. that, that, you kind
2: of knew that you were at a good point at that uh, where the windmills were on the way back from Chicago. Like, oh, I'm almost home.
1: Well, yeah, <laughs> hitchhiking through Indiana was never a problem, but hitchhiking through Chicago could be a yeah, bit of a challenge. Yeah, yeah. I, bet, I bet so. You, but, you but, up with the, but if uh, I ever saw one of my kids doing that, I'd shoot him.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so I would say you
0: might as well take your chance with hitchhiking because you're just going to get shot like that. So you might as well go for it. It's a, it's it's right, Um, you know, speaking real quick because you talked about Fort Lauderdale, I, I'm going to take a quick second just to go. So uh, the tailgate show, guys. Um, uh, they had us on on their show yeah. and we have to we have to do this we are uh, like like the Lannisters we this me uh, we, doing this. we must I know exactly <laughs> um, we, we must pay our debts right exactly yeah, so, so
2: we, we went on the we went on the tailgate tailgate show, show and, and we were talking about 811 and all that kind of stuff and then, and then a wager a
0: whole bunch of crap
2: a wager ended up coming on uh, from the guys where if Fort La- La- Lauderdale wins,
0: we would. Uh, uh, we, we would. It them. came down. To, what were we gonna bet? And and they asked me, and I kind of told them how I thought it was gonna go, and then they got really ticked because I gave them a really elaborate answer as I how I how I thought Indy Eleven was gonna whoop that ass basically. And so, um, <laughs> uh, and I said it would be 2-0, well, though. And Andy I said, said that three one. Three one. I
2: was. I got the score
0: wrong. No, it was no, three, two two. two. <laughs> right. Um, but how it ended up being is, uh, we have a lot of good local breweries here, and obviously we have a great affiliation with Flat Twelve at right. this point. Um, and they were like, man, we only have like three. I was like, great. I was like, well, this is going to be even. So we <laughs> and just made a bet that whoever won, the loser would have to send a care package uh, to the other group. So we have to send down a care package of some flat 12 um, down to Fort Lauderdale. And it kind of sucks. But at the same time, I feel like they, they're not only winning in the fact that their team won, but they're winning because I have a feeling that flat 12 is way better than anything. No offense to say. No offense They're going to tailgate, they're gonna get, gonna get <laughs> delicious beer.
2: Right, and we're gonna have to buy it, and then just watch it go away. Right, <laughs> I didn't say
0: that. Wait, wait. wait. I didn't oh. say it'd be full bottles. That's true. <laughs> well, we should drink some of it and then <laughs> and
2: recap it. Yeah. Right. Put them in so, ball jars. Put them in ball jars.
3: Not, not,
0: to, in not to sidetrack us here, but when you
2: said Fort Lauderdale, I was like, oh, it's just painful.
3: So,
1: so sorry about so that. So the
2: tailgate show guys, if you're listening, uh, we'll have a care package to you. Uh, DM us your address so that we can send something
0: to yeah. you. I'll, I'll send it down and and I'll I'll make sure that it's it's somewhat protected. I'm sending them a booty pick. <laughs> I'm gonna send oh them a booty pick. <laughs> yeah do it. so 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 after so after you're, so you' so you go over to the Daredevils and you play and then obviously uh, it's two seasons 78 79 um, and at the, really really weird is after you guys joined in so was this in the 78 season that right after playoffs you had Lo, Los Angeles Las Vegas um, and who else was it there's three teams that folded right after the playoffs right. um, and then just that was just kind of a mess. Like, the ASL at that point was just, it was, Oh, it, it was, I mean, was a, what was that like?
1: It, I mean, it was a challenge because um, I remember when we took our West Coast tour, it, back in those days when you played the West Coast, you just went out there once. You, right. you know, you stayed for seven days, eight days, yeah. and you got your three games got in, you know, something in. like that, <laughs> right. and, and you're doing there. But um, that, we came back from that trip, and we, were, we actually went on strike. Uh, because we weren't getting paid. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: <okay>. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and and so there were there was a lot of challenges in the whole league. uh, uh you know, about the financial aspects of it. I mean, now for the Daredevils with, at, at Butler Bowl, which is where we played in yeah. the in the old Butler Bowl. I honestly I haven't been in so there were, okay, in a while. So
0: where was that? Because I mean, I'm familiar with the whole Butler campus, and, and my grandparents, uh, when when I was growing up, they were on Boulevard Place. And it was back when you still had Butler Hill and all that. So where was the
3: Butler Bowl?
1: Well, right where Butler plays right now, uh, where they play soccer right now. That was the bulb in those days. um, And and really, uh, when I went to watch the IU uh, Butler game this uh, this past fall, was the first time I'd been there since I played there uh, in Butler Bowl. But it was it was the football field, because yeah. um, it wasn't really they didn't play They're soccer in Butler. At football, right? That's <laughs> <laughs> so But Butler has a football team?
3: Yeah, exactly. So go
1: But it was you <laughs> know it was a you know it, it was an all surround kind of stadium type situation was going yeah. in, but there were cement walls that were about um, well four foot high you know right in front of the first or three foot high yeah. right in front of the, the first brick row. Now, of right? Thing. Yeah. And, Sounds and, safe. And those were uh, <laughs> that, and the cement pad that was on the ground were about uh, one yard from the touchline. So it's like indoor. And so, and good. I played right back.
0: <laughs> okay. Oh. And I found yeah, myself I said, often
1: inside the first row of of, of, of uh, bleachers. You know. Uh, stands just I have to because a
0: back? Were you a back that actually stayed in a back or were you a back that tried to get forward and try to score goals?
1: Well, when I started out, they actually had me in midfield cuz I was okay. the only guy in shape on the team. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and so I was a right midfielder cuz I could run yeah. fairly well. I mean, okay. if, if I don't know how too many people describe me as a player, but work ethic was <laughs> always pretty good and and and, uh, and I could run pretty good. What do they say? Hard yeah, but work not fast, but not fast. Work? Then okay. and that was yeah. it. And then once the other guys kind of that could really do something with the ball, you know, okay. got in better shape than I became right back, okay. and uh, and my job was to win balls and give it to the right guys, okay. and that's uh, I was always a role player, you know, in that as a, as a player, and and uh, and I have no problem with that. That's 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 good uh, as far as that's concerned. So, yeah, playing at playing at uh, Butler Bowl was a challenge, but but we had good crowds. I mean, we we actually uh, one of the it. top. We're, <laughs> we we le- we actually led the league in in uh, in right. attendance. Um, that, that year, familiar. so so we were getting some good support. Yeah, when I mean, these teams were folding, days. though, too,
0: they actually yeah. had the highest attendance they had from any of the other seasons, and that was the weirdest part is that they had all these teams going, we don't have the financials to do this, but you have more people coming to pay. Yeah. So. Wasn't it, well,
3: we're wasn't probably it because, giving most of
0: <laughs> Wasn't it because, though, um, I mean, the, the American Soccer League, the league that
2: Daredevils were in, was around since the 30s, like the late 30s, and from the, the limited research that I have done, <laughs> limited, uh, from what I saw, is that the NASL was starting to have these budgets that the oh. uh, American Soccer League teams didn't have, and that's kind of what started that that folding, well, uh, that gradual folding because p- p- teams and players and stuff were wanting to go to these teams that could actually pay, right. well, actually pay them. Right. And, <laughs>
1: and well, and the and the and the and the NASL in those days was was so unbalanced because you had the New York Cosmos, which I mean, when you've got Beckenbauer and Canalia and and uh, you know Carlos Alberto um um uh, uh the one dutch I, it wasn't a but another dutch guy and you know the people they had and then when i was said i was trying out with it wasn't with, a um, band or something it, <laughs> yeah. was, it had two <laughs> a's in it i know it had two a's back to back and when i was trying out with with uh, with the rowdies it was it was Derek smethurst Rodney marsh you yeah. know those kind of names so they were they were making a fair you know right. so them and and the los angeles um um sunshine or uh, something uh, like that early strikers Angeles. no that no. no. was a Fort lateral strikers in Los Angeles uh, I'm spacing it right yeah. now but a friend of one of my t- teammates from college Come on it. Uh, Dave Shelton um, yeah. uh, was was with them and stuff like that he was a very good NESL player uh, back in his day but but so there, it was a little bit oblong there were three or four teams that really you know, uh, sunk a lot of money into it because right. there was not the the cap restrictions yeah. and all that kind of stuff that, that that kind of exists now and right uh, and and so the the top players started going there but uh, but I will say in that '78 season I played against Eusebio wow um, okay you know and and, yeah. and and at least but what his what some history has said the the goal he scored against yeah. us was his 1,000th goal. Really? Uh, yeah, it was a do hell of a it, shot. Is
0: there, do, is there any? Do we have anything to be able to? I mean, you say that history. Yeah. Sense, but. Well, because I've read
1: it, in, it. I've read it okay. different ways in different places. Yeah. to Be honest okay. with you. Me. I mean, I mean, it all depends if you're getting the we're if you get the South it. American version <laughs> or if you're <laughs> getting the American version.
2: Claim it, Skyhawks. Skyhawks. <laughs> Angeles, Skyhawks. There we go. Okay. Thank you very much.
1: Yep, you're very all right. good. Oh man. The value of the computer. Uh, <laughs> the internet. Thank <laughs> you, internet. Exactly.
0: Okay. So that's. All right. So then, after you
3: go ahead. Actually, if
2: we're. A uh, question we had on the internet, yep. um, using hashtag
0: BYBcast. Remember, use hashtag yeah. BYBcast.
3: Um,
2: yeah. how, like, and touching on the players that that you played with, that that you know went on to do the bigger and better things. What are some of the the the, the people that you played with that you really hold um, up in a high regard, uh, and can really be like, okay, I I got a chance to either play against them or play with them. Uh, well, in the past,
1: yeah, I mean, certainly saying that you played on the same field with Eusebio, or at least yeah. were, maybe some people would qu- not qualify what I did relative to him as playing, <laughs> but at you least I was on the same field. I was on the same field with Eusebio, and I think of lots of twenty guys. I don't know if, I, I, don't know if I, 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 assisted him with his goal or not, but. Standing with what? You know. Uh, but you go from there, and and I can't say that the Daredevils had names, you know, that you know would stand out to people. But we had some phenomenal players. We had a lot of guys who were just kind of on that cusp. they did either just been with the Sting or just about to be with the Chicago Sting in the old NLSL in Chicago. And uh, and Gene Geimer was one of them. Tom Redmond, one of my uh, college teammates at IU, went on and played there for a couple of years, and then came back with with this group. Um, we had a lot of talented players, uh, you know, on our team. So it was a it was a good group as far as that's concerned. Uh, but um, and it's interesting how you know uh, you know being involved with soccer for as long as I've been involved in, in, in coaching and different things and how many people I run into that you know you find out that you played against them in the old yeah. ASL. I mean Jeff Tipping, uh, no who was who there, is, yeah. you know I I do a lot of work with the National Soccer Coaches Association. He was he was our first uh, one of our directors of coaching education there at Mueller College. Well, I played against him at Hartwick. I played against him when he played for the Stoners uh, yeah. in in Philadelphia right. and stuff like that. And, and and it's fun getting together and just talking stories about you know who we played with and and all these guys and and especially in, from out of my IU days, you know, IU was cracking on to the to the national scene, yep. you know, and, and and getting around and playing some teams all over the all over the country, um, uh, in the in the NCAA tournament, things like that, and so. Uh, you you start to establish some relationships with some of these people that are that are pretty neat, and 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 you see them again then playing on in, in the in the pro level. So uh, obviously getting from from that point um, afterwards
2: and to where you're at now, I, I kind of want to get you know kind of just do that transition of of what your role is with Indiana Soccer now, um, you know what you're doing exactly what the the organization does for those that don't know, sure. and then kind of transition that into um, the role that you had in getting in another professional team with the 11 here and, and what your thoughts have been on the reaction
0: so it's gonna be a seven part question <laughs> there's gonna be a right. is, so, so, so we talk about this and we go I was like Andy so when we interview people I was like we do a phenomenal job but I need you to ask a question I let these composer thoughts and answer. But he's like, okay, so part one, one A B, and then <laughs> section two, article three is going. to what be I'm gonna that do, way,
2: so. What I'm going to do next time is bring out a stack, uh, like about this thick, and I'm going to say, you just run through these questions, right? And I'm going to have, I'm going to have questions about them.
0: So, I'm going to, so. ha- and I'm going to interrupt. <laughs> so yeah, so you, so you leave, right? So you, so after the whole um, the daredevils, and you kind of go on, and you, you, you <laughs> got into coaching and such. So yeah, transitions to to where you are today, then.
1: Yeah, well right now I'm, uh, my, my title is I'm the commissioner of the Indiana Soccer League uh, working for Indiana Soccer Association, okay. which uh, a number of states have done this, but a couple of years ago Indiana Soccer combined the youth and the, and the amateur, or the adult associations okay. together, so it's nice that it's all under one umbrella. And we're really trying to start to incorporate more, we hope, more adult programming into what we do through Indiana Soccer. But right now um, I basically oversee the travel soccer two and a half years ago. They had a statewide league, a premier division, or first division. But then what they ended up doing was combining all the regional leagues, yep. the travel leagues around the state under the umbrella of Indiana soccer. Okay. And the directors of coaching around the state said they'd like to have someone involved in the process that has a coaching background, this and that. Cool. And right. uh, fortunately, with uh, Don Rawson, who is. Um, who at one time was executive director with Indiana soccer and now is uh, kind of runs the Indiana sports property segment of us that oversees Grand Park up in Westfield. Mm-hmm. Uh, Don and I were good friends for have been good friends for, for many, many years. Um, he talked to Dave Guthrie about possibly me coming in and, and filling that role. At the time I was coaching at Monmouth College in, in, uh, we in Illinois. Yeah. <laughs> we about ate it on that table. table. So. I'm going I'm to stop so. there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, sorry. <laughs>
0: So I mean, what was your coaching? I mean, so it, obviously, because of your coaching background, you've had quite a bit of coaching experience. I mean, what were? I mean,
3: yeah.
0: Obviously, you could have a whole bullet point list here, but I mean, what are some of your <laughs> That's things? That's what you, I would actually you know, prefer. You were talking, right. <laughs> um So no, I mean. Tell us some of your coaching experience here.
1: Well, I mean, I, I started out coaching uh, boys and girls club in Bloomington, Indiana, with, okay. with Don Ross. <laughs> you, and, love <laughs> you love Bloomington. You love Bloomington. And it was uh, the U8s, and I think we were one of the first programs that actually played small-sided soccer in the state okay. uh, back in those days. And this is back in the, you know, earlier 70s. Uh, okay. You know, for all of this. Uh, but at IU, I was coaching the women's soccer club as okay. well as an assistant with the men's team. But uh, uh, at the end of it, I, I've been. I was a college coach for 30 years at at, at, uh, six different schools. Um, Some people accuse me of not being able to hold a job, and others say that you like to travel a lot. So you are the Larry Brown
3: of the the soccer world. (laughs) Okay,
1: gotcha. And and I try not to bring that up too much to my wife because she's uh, she's lived in about 19 or 20 different homes. So it's it's worked out well.
2: Yes, it is military style.
1: But... uh, but it amounts to that uh, about 20 years ago I was the first full-time director of coaching Indiana soccer hired okay um, when I left st Bonaventure they brought me back here and I did that for a couple of years I was a middle school teacher up at Canterbury okay. uh, school up in Fort Wayne yeah and um, yeah he's from Fort Wayne there well, we go the Fort well. Wayne area <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and uh, and then but you know got back into college coaching uh, again and uh, uh, and fortunately with the whole thing I, I've had a, a real extensive um, Background with the National Soccer Coaches Association, which I've been a yeah I've been you mentioned this a couple of
0: times. So, so tell me more about that organization and what how were you playing
2: real yep. quick? Oh, question. So, Something online. Yeah. Uh, Bbsc underscore Franco, who is a part of the B. <laughs> you know that you know that I, name.
1: I have a feeling I know who this is.
2: Uh, Tajik, is what his Twitter name says his name is. But anyway, he said, "I thought I was—I thought this was an invitation to live with George Perry," and he got excited for a second. So I'm sorry we let you down. <laughs> but this is isn't to live with George Perry. We're going to <laughs> <die with George laughs> Perry the MP3 over and over and
3: over in your headphones. It's yeah. kind of be like living with George yes, Perry. Exactly.
1: So I, I would think that. Well, well. My wife's put up with me for almost 34 years now, but for anybody else, it's got to be a nightmare to do that. (laughs) I'll
0: give you her number, and she can tell you what it's like.
2: Of course, course those watching on YouTube, if you have any questions for George uh, about Indiana soccer, as you're learning with us, uh, make sure that you uh, hashtag BYBCast, and we will be giving away tickets uh, to the game um, from a question that George hopefully has has had some time to come up with. Um, But anyway... It's gonna be good.
0: It's gonna be nothing soccer related. He
2: goes. So, what did you know? I was actually
0: a street fighter. For three years. And <laughs> what was my that, record? What was my record? Right. <laughs> and what was my nickname? Yes. Yeah, exactly. So, so anyway. So back to the the national coaching right. Yes. Um,
1: well, I got involved with them thirty some years ago as an instructor. Um, okay. After I did my a licenses and and, and through the federation and everything like that. Uh, but I've been on the board of directors. I, I happen to be serving right now as the president of the, of the Coaches Association, okay, um, for a one-year term, and uh, so it's 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 been a uh, it's been a passion. Coaching education is what the National Soccer Coaches does. We are the largest single sport coaches association in the world. So what do you
0: so you govern? I mean, every single. I mean,
1: Well, I'm, yeah, I'm I'm the president of the of the of the board of directors, so okay. to speak. I mean, we have a full a 20-person national office. Okay. Uh, that's housed in Kansas City. Okay. Uh, right now, that actually runs the association. All we're right. we're actually restructuring our governance process right now to make sure that we are more of a a strategic group meeting the board of directors versus the. An operational group. Because okay. many years ago, it was run out of people's basements, and uh, you know, <laughs> so everybody was volunteers. It's almost how okay. you know, the all podcast kind of started,
3: <laughs> right? But uh,
1: <laughs> you know, and, and so it's you know, we're volunteers, and it, those of us that are on the board and, and all that we do. But um, you know, we love the association, we love the camaraderie we develop, the coaching education. I'm a I'm a huge believer in coaching education. Uh, we do things with the national organization, uh, you know, Indiana Soccer itself, with right, right now under the guidance of, of Steve Franklin. Um, and, and others before Vince Gansburg and others um, does a phenomenal job. I believe we are the only state soccer association that actually offers free coaching education to its members. So
0: how does that work exactly?
1: Be- oh, we hit them up other ways, but okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, and I well have it, voluntary donations, right? <laughs> because I mean, I uh, having a wife who who played for Carmel and then played for Butler, um, and then helps out and actually coaches uh with Frank over at Carmel High School and mm-hmm. Frank's been around forever sure oh well, I just right ran into last week. Did you okay yep. yeah. And, and and helps out that and she's a goalkeeper coach and it's one of those in and she's been to some training. Was how did that set up, and, and I guess, and how do you get involved? I guess if you want, if you want to be a coach,
1: sure. How do you do this? Well, I mean, we have 130 plus clubs throughout the state of Indiana. Okay, That's we funny. have the the, <laughs> the Indiana Soccer League that I kind of oversee right now. We have 1,019 teams playing this spring, from you from the U8s to yeah. the U18s.
3: How do you keep trying? Um, my that. Um,
1: Carmel dads, some, baby, Carmel Dad, what's up? <laughs> we have some really good people above, uh, beyond me that uh, that do an awful lot of work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, with this, but uh, I mean, yeah, they've we've they, the, the the people that do our scheduling, uh, Stephanie Walker, Jen Austin, Angel Hall, others like that. Um, I think we're a little bit over 5,400 games that they have scheduled and will have played this spring, uh, with with all that group, and it's you know. And in the fall, it's about um, 670, 680, because we don't have the high school age right. kids playing sure. in the in the fall with our with our with our league and stuff like that. So it's it's really growing well. But back to the coaching education side is 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 uh, as Dave Guthrie, Don Ross, and others had the foresight to say, you know, education is important. Let's make sure we can give it to our members. So if you are if you coach a team okay. that's a so affiliated with Indiana Soccer, okay. up through the um, uh, the D license, you can. Your your coaching education is free, and, so and you know, where do they go? We do, we do that through you know I mean through team fees Sometimes. and all that okay. kind of stuff that we do get, but the the courses are anywhere from two or three hours to, you know, uh, two successive weekends or or the D course now is one weekend and then another weekend you know sometime later, where they come back for testing. So it's for for the volunteer coach, parent coach. That's just. Learning how to work with their okay. six, seven, and eight-year-old gotcha. child. That's that's you know, always
0: fun teaching a bunch of amoebas absolutely. to run around the field. Yeah. Go, <laughs> no, no, separate. Yeah, right. yeah.
1: yeah. you know, and, and how they will do it to to really teaching them how to teach technique properly, yeah. uh, to understanding the tactics of the game. Um, I know. Um, I don't think we're doing it this spring, but I know with Indy Eleven sometime in the fall, uh, Steve and I will be doing some re- uh, reading the game. Uh, uh, seminars uh, okay. at Indy 11 games so we'll bring in Jurgen and oh, nice. and hopefully nice. the other team's coach to give some feedback to, or information okay. to what how they prepared for the game Nice. then do it and then have them come in after the match and do the same thing and we'll all sit in a section of the stands together right. and we can help you know kind of moderate the game so to speak with the coaches answer the questions about what they're doing you That's know how cool. they how they develop things and go from there so there's so many things that we that are out there to offer uh, that is. I mean you're kind of pretty much from from nuts to bolts it's it's, it's there and, and and it's a it's, it's a great staff that that I get a chance to work with but but what makes it work is the membership you know okay. and, and that's right. all the clubs from around the state and and whether you're in a you know uh, you know a, a 500 person community to right. a you know big a, metropolitan, a big metropolitan area right here. we want to try to service and help everybody out as far as that's concerned
0: you know it interesting real quick um, You've mentioned two things in one, and when the fall, when you have less teams because a lot of the high school uh, kids aren't playing. Uh, number one, and then when you talk about um, the, the club teams, I'm interested to know your perspective. And this is kind of something that's come up um, in the last couple of years. It really came up big with Carmel United, and <laughs> FC Dynamo, and high school. Um, there's a weird, um, there's been a weird kind of uh, battle back and forth between club teams and high school teams. So you sure. have a lot of kids that have some talent. When they play club teams, you know, there's 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 possibility of scouts, there's possibility of future in there, um, and there's less going to high school games, you know, scout-wise. That you have this weird commitment thing with these teams, traveling teams. So I, I'd be interested, and maybe you sure. can't speak some of this because you are a good <laughs> no, you no, I can. I mean, I, I mean, how is that? I mean, how does that play
1: out? Well, one point? thing everyone has to re- realize that when you talk about, especially when in, in Indiana, where high right. school soccer is played in the fall, right, that's also the same time the college teams are playing. Right. So they have limited opportunities to go out and recruit. Whereas in the springtime, they can set their schedule up so much differently. They can almost set it up around a recruiting schedule, when tournaments, when teams are playing, and things like that. So it's there. Um, I I know for me, in my thirty years, and I was mostly a Division three coach. I certainly went to high school games because I knew a lot of the other college coaches weren't doing it. So I found a way to go there (laughs) because I wanted to make sure that those kids saw me at their game and and they would think about coming and play for me. So I always thought it as a as a real viable tool to help recruit kids. And go from there. You know, some say, "Well, you get better coaches here. You get better coaches there." I know some phenomenal high school coaches, and I know some high school coaches that aren't so good. I know some phenomenal club coaches, and I know some club coaches that aren't all that good. You know, Um, so it's 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 not a hit and miss type situation, but it's 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 unique to each place, and so you can't lump everybody in the same thing. Certainly, the environment of playing for your high school. That being able to walk through the hallways yeah. and being, you know, good right. luck in your game tonight, or right. I saw your game yesterday, congrats. You don't get that in club soccer. You know, right. I mean, you get um, 50 people showing up for a club game, you know, your yeah. moms and your dads, and sometimes your grandparents right. and things like that, but you don't see a whole lot of friends. I don't see it as much happening at the club scene as you're going to see at high school games. And so there's that, um, you know, sociology of yeah. the high school environment versus the club environment. But certainly the the training that can be taking place, I mean that's that's a big chase. I mean, when you think about back to when I was first with Indiana Soccer twenty years ago, a lot of clubs were really going to a lot of tournaments. Yeah. And we didn't discourage that from happening in those days because the bottom line, the coaching wasn't that good. That we'd rather see the kids playing games yeah. than to be subjected to the coaches in training sessions. Nowadays, through coaching education, all the offerings that are happened. The the coaches are so much stronger that trainings are actually better, and we want to keep the kids from playing as, in as many tournaments. I don't say don't go to tournaments. Okay, I'm right, not trying to say it's a bad thing. It's kind of but, what's twin- but, getting at. But right? I can remember my oldest son, who's now 27, when he was a you know a U14 player playing for yeah. f- playing for Dynamo back yeah. in the day. Yeah. Um, he would sometimes play in six 70-minute games. In about a 72-hour window at Ugh. some of these tournaments. Yeah. And it's insane. He didn't play as much as some of the other maybe stronger kids on the team, especially the stronger kids. I mean, they're almost playing that full time. Yeah. And and I know as a college coach, whenever I go to tournaments, the only reason why I was at the tournaments at the end of the weekend was just so mom and dad and the kid could see me. It was never to think I was going to see good soccer play. <laughs> right. Because the kids are too. They're just too exhausted. Right. They're, they're they're dead. Yeah. And and they can't they can't barely pick up the feet, let alone. You know, have a nice touch on a ball or, or things like that. Right. And so, all of that comes into play. You know, with what you're doing. So, there's certainly value to both. We need to make sure that we keep working on uh, educational aspects for for, right. for for the coaches in both things. And like like everything else, there has everything has to be done in moderation. I mean, I don't remember growing up a day when I didn't do something with a soccer ball, but yeah. it wasn't always with a coach. Right. It was with my friends. It right. was on your own. Right. It was however it was, and 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 you always did stuff. Um it's really up to the individual. You don't want to burn player. these kids
0: out, and I that's the thing I wonder about too, and I see this, you know, and they start young and they start like and and, and I said the yeah, Carmel Dad's Club, but you start really young, the you know, the six, seven, eights. Um they play and you go up through it, you know, you go through the organization, and then maybe they play in school and they play in high school and they play in club teams. I know Annalise as well as is, is is how much she played on both club side and playing for Carmel. And if you play for a major high school it be North Central or Evansville or you know or Carmel. That's a it's it's a big time deal because those are sure. teams that have a lot of prestigious history and they yep. they, they demand a lot. But then you're playing on a club team and if you play with someone you know like a Carmel United again, it's a big t- it's a big club and and they again are very successful and you go that's a lot of demand and you don't want to. I've always wondered the, the burning kids out on a thing of it's sure. what about the love of the game? You know yep. you kind of just make it it's more like a job.
1: Yeah, you know, no, and, and that's the concern about having so much structured soccer. It's not that they can't play soccer all the time, right? You know, I mean, I grew up playing basketball, but there was something about Perry and Horse's ass that was using the same phrase. <laughs> if, I, if I could say that, um, oh, I, 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 I had a shot at one <laughs> yeah, time, that's all right. and, and that kind of ended my basketball <laughs> career in high school. But, um, uh, but, you know. But I, I mean, I can remember sneaking the gyms because yeah. you know to, to find places to play yeah, exactly. and, and, and things growing up and stuff like that. So it, there, there, there has to be a balance. And the bottom line is, what we all have to keep remembering is that there's only one person that can tell us what that right balance is, and that's the child themselves. It's yeah. not the mom or dad. It's not the coaches. Right. Yes, we can see them, and yes, we're parents, and I have four children, and I like to think I did it. But I like to think that they chose to play. I mean, that was the nicest thing about really not coaching my kids. Other than maybe when they're six or seven or eight years old, after that I never coached any of my kids for the most part. And then they'd say, "Hey, Dad, let's go out and kick around," and I yeah. love that. There you go. I love that. This it wasn't me as coach, right. their coach right. saying, "Hey, it. let's go out and right. kick around." Right. Type situation. And so we we've got to learn how to read our kids, and and it's so important. And you know, the the false sense that there are all these scholarships out there is exactly that—a false sense. It's yeah. not true. Right. There is so much more money. And again, okay. being an old Division three guy. Yeah. There's so much more money academically if you spent a fraction of that time studying and learning some and stuff. Okay. I mean, my, my, my kids have all been so far, well, my three oldest children are all Division 3 kids and uh, players. Yep. Uh, my youngest one is going to go to Bradley this coming fall. Um, he's on, He's got a spot on the team, but he's not scholarship or anything like that. But he's only going there because he got a presidential scholarship for academics, not because yep. of, of soccer money. Sure. You know, And so that was... Certainly, my wife, and that was certainly the milkman because I had nothing to do with that, <laughs> that, 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 that presidential scholarship. But, but you work on those things, and and and, and you got to find that right balance. But these people that keep thinking, I got to do this for a scholarship, boy, it's it's it, it, it that's what drives the kids away. And, okay. and as a college coach, I've seen too many kids that come in, and all of a sudden they say, you know, coach, I don't think I want to play. I'm just tired. Yeah. You know, because they go from competitive to be, yeah. season to competitive season, right. competitive season. You know, and it's just it's just crazy. You know. My son yeah. says told me this year, he says don't come to off the wall for indoor soccer to watch me play because I'm just playing with some guys to screw around, to mess around right. and have fun. Yeah. Don't think I'm gonna play. I said, I just wanna watch you have fun. I don't said yeah, I'm not. That I, I don't, more. I'm about not going to give, as give you any more okay. feedback. I don't want to give you feedback hey. about as a player, right? That I said yeah. I want to see you have some fun with some friends and 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 kid around and, and you know joke yeah. <laughs> about Sp- it.
2: Speaking of feedback, um, for teams, obviously you. So you've been to both home games. Yes, uh, and yes. Did you uh, attempt to watch the game on Saturday? I,
1: I couldn't because uh, yeah, of because of could, work. No, 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 no oh, I couldn't. Well, nobody could work. anyway yeah.
2: because of the feed. Oh really? Yeah, the NASL had a had some feed. Uh, issues. Well,
1: we got to get um, them hooked up with NSCAA TV, the oh. N A S L because USL games are being televised on NSCAA TV, our own TV. All right. Um, well, uh, live webcast uh, as so well as I'll colleges and others like yes. the, uh, yeah. Now start <laughs> yeah, now start tweeting and uh,
2: <laughs> that's,
1: that's huge.
2: So Well, and they, the the did do uh, uh, make a, a, a statement uh, because our game, the Indy Eleven game and I think the Ottawa game was the, was two of the games that were just not available. Not good. Not not streaming at all. Oh, and there okay. were And it was really patchy. Um, and there was a couple times where get, you'd get the stream. A couple times you wouldn't. And um, you so know, so have their
0: statement, and then we'll kind of talk about the reality.
2: Yeah, yeah. And so, <laughs> so yeah, the uh, the statement was that they were they're actually going to be um posting their own text every game, uh, and then the contract they're using from now on is going to ensure that all future feeds are, are, are going to be able to work.
3: Good. And
2: uh, um, I know that uh, the uh, commissioner, NASL commissioner. Uh, spoke with the uh, head of the Brickyard Battalion, uh, Derek, um, and asked to forward his apologies to all the uh, uh, Indy Eleven supporters uh, who were able to who, who missed that game. Granted, uh, there is a free trial going on right now, so you have a free trial of, of some of the streaming games. And one of the things that they did do to kind of make up for the fact that the stream was all jacked up is that the free trial is actually going to be going through the 2014 spring season. So anybody who uh, wants to wa- watch uh, all the Indy Eleven games away, or even just any of the in, um, the games in the NSL period, right. you will be able to get uh, the free trial uh, through the the spring uh, 2014 season, uh, and you won't be actually billed uh, prior till July 11th. Yeah, July 11th. That's which is that's which
1: good. Is awesome, that's great. Right? Yeah. Yeah, you know, kind of like what Peter did after that first, you know, the the, the, the first game with how you know he came out and said what well, what what all they're going to do to improve upon. It was and, massively
0: different the second game.
1: And it, it, it was, and I guess maybe I got to the stadium early enough that I never <laughs> even saw half the stuff oh, that he was man. talking about, to Shit. be honest with yeah. you, because I like brutal. to go I like to go in and watch warmups and, yeah. and all this kind of stuff as you, you know you my coaching like background an <laughs> <twice>? <laughs> <laughs> right. and, and all this stuff and and and, and have it set, but. Um,
2: uh, and they did it both games. They did it for the yeah. first game, and then they actually asked again uh, when they were having a meeting. So a staffer from Indy 11 said, hey, we're having a staff meeting about the game on Saturday. What do we need to fix again? Yeah. What's still, what's still yeah. like, quote-unquote broken? And what do we need right. to improve, and what did you like? And, uh, you know, that even got statewide press of, of getting that, that uh, um, effort put out, because you don't see that from a lot of the other teams right. going, hey, what do you need help with? Yep. Uh, do you like thirteen dollar bills at uh, banker? Uh, thirteen dollar uh, beers at uh, Bankers Light Fieldhouse? I can get. Right, I
0: can get. I can get a flat twelve for nine, or I can get a Coors Light for nine. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a weird yeah. there's a weird issue there. I think, uh, I can Get water with some carbonation yeah. for nine, or I can get really good beer for nine. <laughs> so I would say if you go out to Indy Eleven, drink what you want, but maybe you should drink flat twelve. You know, <laughs> hey, that's 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 that's
3: that's why not? Uh, uh, so, so, why not? So uh,
2: you know you, you mentioned that. Uh, pretty soon you're going to be doing coaching, uh, almost coaching seminars during the games and things like that. What if, for your first two games, because you didn't see the third game, But uh, first two games, your thoughts on... As a coach. Uh, as a coach. coach oh boy. We're gonna, and because we, talk, we had Jurgen on Don't worry. last episode. Jurgen's <laughs> listening. Juergen, Juergen had a, obviously a very biased... Jurgen and Tim had a very biased opinion on how things were going. I want to know from a pretty much a neutral standpoint uh, of your years of experience... Well, Which it's neutral, though. <laughs> I don't feel like this
0: is probably neutral, but you
1: know. no, I'm, I'm, I'm all, I'm all for in eleven, and I, and I want to see go. There's a lot of uh, you guys and and yeah. people that I want to support. Uh, I want to support the whole team, but um, I'm, I'm in, I'm, will be honest, with you, I'm infatuated with Cle, Cle, Cleverson. the the way he moves, the way he plays, and I've been
0: calling him almost amazing. Yeah. So well, every game, it's so close, it's so much woodwork, and I'm like, it's like it's two inches yeah. from just being amazing.
1: No, well, it's amazing. well, it, but what the part is, is that. We, we the the players around him need to learn how to help him better. We're not getting him the ball when he's asking for the ball, and right. so the guys, the backs have to do a little bit better job, I think, Back. of their timing of their of their balls into yep. his feet, uh, or and anybody because Ambersley checks the same way. Yep. Um, I, I can't wait to see uh, the Spencer kid playing yeah. up top. I, I I you know I I I I have my own starting eleven so to speak after yep. this one and. Uh, and and I think there could be some really interesting combinations and some nice attack that comes out of that situation. Um, uh, I, I think we just have to be better on the ball. We have to be a little bit more uh, constructive with our possession in the, between the back two lines. So the what backs about back the post?
0: What about back post? Um, I, I, well, there's some back post issues. Well, it is. It is. <laughs> I mean, it, and
1: and 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 that's all just shape of weak side defenders. I mean, okay. I mean, there's so much. I mean, I, I talk about it all the time in coaching courses all the time about. What do coaches watch? Yeah. And they you typically when I'm watching coaches watch their teams, I see them watching the ball as opposed to watching who they should be watching. And you know, just look at the hips of that weak side player. Okay. Is he is is shoulders square to the ball or is the shoulders opened up to the field and can still see the ball. And so if I can do that, I can see this player who's on the weak side who's really back, because right. what they gotta remember on that side is those guys can ping a ball from that touch line to that touch line. When you're a U-13 player, that can't happen. So you don't learn to do that gotcha. as a coach or as a player. As you get older, that happens more and more, and, right. and the better they are, and they and they can get some balls there. And so you know they have they have to work on that piece. Uh, you know, in terms of where they go. So they tend to get sucked into the ball a little right. bit too much. And again, at that level, the smart players they're going to find a way to just get it to that other side very quickly. And it's a driven ball. You leave Christian and,
0: right kind of by himself, and you go, "Where's my help over here? Yeah. I'm trying to go right."
1: And, and and it's done. So so you know. But again, with all of that, I mean, when you think of when I say the piece about they got to find Cleverson better. Well, okay. when I first saw him play, you know, I think he'd been there for six days. Right. <laughs> yeah, <he laughs> I, I, you know, I want to think. You know, so maybe there's two training good, really yeah. two really good training sessions right. before that game. You know, and how many are in between? You know, you go from there. So it will just get better yeah. as as they get better. Um, and I and it's not even about changing. Getting different personnel, it's just about getting used to playing with each other, and and he'll communicate with them that I need that ball sitter. I mean, yep. and that's that's the bottom line. I mean, he still gets himself out of those tight situations, but don't put him in those tight situations to begin with. Right. Give him some room I mean, and give him. Some I mean, when you when you ribs. think about that pass that he made to Dylan Mayers, oh, yeah. uh you know, for that Dylan right. put across for the goal. Yep. I mean, that's. Right. It's That's a, a clever a set pass. Weight and a great weight weight. <laughs> you know, the yep. weights there, the you know the deception's there. I mean you I mean the three qualities of good pass or deception. Down on quality. A pop
0: it over his right, yeah. pop it over his shoulder and you go, That's not normal. That's that when we had him on the show talking about was the I want to bring to the team um we were like what did you want to bring to the team? You know, you talk yeah. about playing with Roberto Carlos and R- Rivaldo and Ronaldo and how they were influential to you. What do in you Ronaldinho. want to bring? Ronald- <laughs> yeah, and Ronaldinho,
1: right. Oh, oh, him. Yeah, exactly, yeah,
0: that guy. Um, and I was like, and, well, what did you want to bring? And he goes, I want to be that guy that brings kind of that Brazilian flair. I yeah. want to bring that style.
1: Absolutely. You know, and, 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 and already in the second game, I started seeing a little bit of that rubbing off yeah. on some of the other players. Yeah. Now, again, the, I, I think organizationally, defensively, that takes some time it, it, it takes a lot of time to get a, a good unit working together you know um, some of my friends who they're 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 not huge supporters of cleverson because they don't see him working well i think he works when he needs to work and he doesn't work when he doesn't have to work and like that's a what he's supposed to do
0: star at some yeah. point he just kind of flip right he divides well, his his energy,
1: energy. <laughs> well the the comparative story relatively speaking was when my father was alive a long time ago. We used to go to the College Cups, the Men's Division one, as a father-son thing. And way back in the day, Indiana and Virginia were going at it in the College Cups quite often. Well, this was Claudio Reynos' freshman year. And my dad, I point out, I said, Dad, you want to watch this guy? He's a player. Well, at the end of the day, my dad, said, my dad wasn't very impressive, although I think he had a phenomenal game. <laughs> um But he he wasn't this running guy, like, you know, just up and down the touchline type situation, which is what my dad relates to. So the next year we come back, Virginia's back in the game. We're watching Claudio Rennie again. He says, he's okay, but he's not that good. Well, I thought he had a really good good game. Well, by the time Claudio was a senior, my dad finally said, all right, you're right. He's a hell of a player. Because I kept telling my dad, watch him. He will be where he has to be when he has to be there. If, if somebody else can do the job, he's not going to do it for them, and and that's what I see cleverly. He, sh- I mean, I thought his, I think his movement off the ball is phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, I think he presses when he needs to press defensively. Sneaky. Absolutely. And 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 especially he and he for, finds
2: the right seams. Well, and especially for somebody who is going to probably be targeted every game defensively, uh, of that's still being guy. still being able that's to right. slip and, and get behind guys. And, but that's and just get it. But,
1: you know, but the guy that runs a hundred miles an hour all game long. Is easily tracked. Right. <laughs> because you you can see him. Right. It's that guy who's real subtle and he right. slides away. He hides, so to speak. And then all of a sudden he's there. And then that's what I see in him doing it. And and the hard part for for the people that are viewing the game is as typical viewers, we watch the soccer ball, and I encourage people to look off the soccer ball an okay. awful lot. You talk about weak side defenders, yeah. the back post. Right. That's if you if you learn to watch that then you'll learn to to how to correct those players when they're doing it wrong when they suck in too far they turn their shoulders the wrong way they make some things happen and, and and that's a that's a skill, a, a coaching skill that I think you have to learn. I mean, I we're I, getting a free
0: co- coaching clinic
1: right now, <laughs> by the
0: way. I love this. This is amazing. I, this is fantastic. I'm just I'm soaking all this no, in. but I mean, I mean,
1: because I tell coaches all the time, there's a lot of ways to watch a game. I can just watch it as a pure fan. I just want to be entertained. Yeah. Right. So I'm going right. to probably watch the soccer ball for right. the most part. I'm right. Not going to watch anything else. Right. 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 I'm going to watch a game to scout an opponent because yeah. I'm trying to figure out what am I how am I going to beat them? How I'm going to play against yeah. them? I'm scouting to analyze my own team. Right. right or I'm scouting to recruit a player. So now I'm just following this one player for 15 see, straight minutes to see what they do off the ball, the do ball, off the ball how do they work, when do they show, how do they react his when they make a mistake? All that kind of stuff. Yeah. And so there's all these different hats you kind of wear when you go watch a game sometimes, yeah. you know. You know, it's like when I went up last summer, I took I, I took my two sons up. We were up Chicago for that messy um, Oh yeah, Uh, yeah. you know the 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 foundation game 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 or whatever. No, no, this was the this was just the the guy
2: had the uh, bicycle kick. Yeah, Yeah. the Northwestern kid had the bike kick and
1: all that stuff, right? Yeah, you know, and people said, "How can you enjoy that?" He says, "Because I went to just enjoy the game. I went to watch. I liked him. Thierry Henry was." He uh-huh. was actually just trying to get himself back in shape. And yeah, so he, yeah. were, he was working his rear end off yeah. in that game. Yep. He played real It was fun watching the Northwestern kids, and yeah. especially that one who yeah. played very that's well in that game. Yeah, experience
0: of a lifetime for them. I got yeah. to play with this. Yeah. But
1: I'm going there not to watch a phenomenal soccer game. Right. I'm right. going to watch a few individuals and have them entertain me. Right, And right. so that's the attitude I went to the game, and I had a blast. Plus, I was with my kids. So right. it was, you know, what more could you ask well, for? Well,
2: like some of the people that uh, when we went to the, uh, the Chelsea Inter um, game. Right. And, and mm-hmm. people were like, well, it's preseason. They're not going to be, you know, nothing's really going on here. And it's like, first off, it's two top flight teams that are coming to our town to
0: play. Indianapolis. Yes. You have Chelsea, who's yep. coming to Indianapolis. Whether you, uh, for me, it was more of I just wanted to. Uh, I'm a United guy. I could care less about Chelsea to give a a giant. <laughs> I still wanted to go see it. Well, for me, I just wanted to get and, and actually get a good look at Jose Mourinho and just kind of flip him <laughs> off. No, I'm just So I'm going to boo Well, I can
1: him. tell you the Jose Mourinho story. I love it. to do it. But going, but but before I get there with yeah. that Chelsea piece, though, but remember this: that even though maybe some of their top players are they're yeah. given some time off, yeah, and yeah, that yeah. Player, there are ten guys for each of those teams that are earning their spot sure. in that match sure. and these guys are light years above anything yeah. else that most of our people have ever seen in their life <laughs> right. you know so when you
2: see some when you see guys switch the field and, and hit people on a point that's that, yeah seeing it on TV is different than seeing it right there, you're there. and you're like oh. the, <laughs> what we talk
0: about you know we talk about that as much as much as we watch high-end uh, soccer. Then when we go watch nd Eleven is is you guys, you have guys that are talented, you watch anybody in ASL, but you can see when you talk about Claverson, you see there is a difference of, of the way that right, the way he touches the ball. And you could tell he's still he's kinda he's still getting himself back into acclimation and, and working on that chemistry with his teammates. But there's things that he does that are so subtle and you right. go, uh, somebody with high end skill like that doesn't have that cannot do that.
1: And and the and the detractors that were thinking, oh, they're bringing in this older guy and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. I'll tell you what. The NASL season is perfect for a guy like him. I mean, yeah. it's a split season, so you got that little window where you've yeah. got some time off. Yeah. You're basically playing one game a week. So yeah. if he needs to at a certain time, you can, you can give him a couple of days off yeah. of training and not really – do some you know, I mean right, he'll do know, some that. technical work, yeah, but not right. do you know anything. Yeah. So he can regenerate regenerate his body or do yeah. whatever you need. And the other guys can still work hard or whatever yeah. it takes. Uh, it, you know, and that's the challenge of coaching at all that those levels. but what is it two a summer and a half ago, Real Madrid was here doing a summer tour. And the NASL or the uh, NSCAA.
0: Oh, in, in the United States. In the United States. Yeah, yeah, in the yeah. United You're States. Like, Where did I. Get? No, no, no. I was like, no.
3: Okay, yeah, in the U.S. <laughs> yeah, in the,
1: in the U.S., yeah. they were here for that, you know, the summer games and all that yeah, kind of stuff. they, they come were in, in on L- the tour. Right. They and LA they were in L.A. last year. Right. Well, the, N- the NSCAA, we had a symposium with Jose Mourinho and his staff. Oh, yeah. And so there were 150 coaches that could buy into spending two days with Real Madrid. Oh, man. And he came into an auditorium with his staff, with his full staff yeah. and the hundred and fifty of us were at yeah. the UCLA campus, which is yeah. where they were doing their training. Um, uh, and that was interesting, the first day that they were out in the training fields, um, they had all these screens up so people can't see what's going right, on. Right. And the some national tennis tournament was going on at the same time and yeah. they had helicopters with the uh, cameras. Yeah. He said they have to move those helicopters. And they moved those helicopters <laughs> <laughs> from the tournament from the tennis tournament. So He's in this meeting with us, and he, first he has all of his staff come up and talk about the, what their responsibilities are and what they're doing. Right. And then he gets up and starts talking. He's got a tremendous sense of humor. Yeah. And then he talks for about a half an hour with us, and he He's said
0: very much a smart. And, and he goes, it, so. yeah, but
1: but you know what, the, the, where he was in this versus yeah. what your perception of him elsewhere were, were oh, two totally different yeah. people because there were no cameras. There were no. There were no. You we should c- have a schlaps for people. <laughs> you should have a schlaps. You know what a schlaps is, right? You know what a schlaps is? Go ahead, is? help me out
0: with that one. So that's Peter's favorite. It's, it's a schlitz in the past. Milwaukee, and a Black and Tan. It's a Milwaukee, oh, Black oh, and Tan. Milwaukee, oh. A schlitz in the past. But I'm not going to do it. So, yeah, but I'm a right Chicago
1: ahead. guy, if I can't do that Milwaukee. Uh, yeah,
0: that's right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he needs some old style then. <laughs> <laughs> no. so, I'll just, stay with what I <laughs> yeah, yeah, have. a good idea. Sorry, Nobody sorry. wants to voluntarily drink old style.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: Except for my dad.
1: Right. <laughs> so he's talking to us for about half an hour, and he's. And he and since sent his his staff out because they're getting the team ready right. for training that yep. we're going to go out and watch the training in, in a little while, and he goes, this half an hour is up. He goes, do you mind if I stay and talk to you some more? And you like, and we're going like, yep, ask. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> No, no, got,
3: no got, Jose. We're we don't. No, we
1: no. We got to really get. We got to go. Right. We got to. Right. We got to something else Sorry. to do. Yeah. Uh, but, but he was so down to earth, and, and it's interesting when you find people at that level, and, I, and I've seen this with Bruce Arena and other yeah. people, when you get them away from certain, from the media, from the limelight, the lights, or whatever it might be, sometimes they're, they, they surprise you. Yeah. And, and he certainly surprised us and impressed us with that kind of stuff. But I'll tell you what, his training session was as clean as could possibly be. It was so timed. Um, he's involved. He's yeah. doing stuff. Um, and they were... And they trained hard. Right. <laughs> they trained hard.
2: Uh, before we go on, it's about time to give away some tickets. Oh, some tickets! Time. So, so y- we need y- a question y- from yep. you. Yep. And I, I, but by his face, he hasn't really prepared about the question. Right? <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, but uh, so anybody got anything for those that are watching on YouTube uh, right now? Um, we're gonna get a question from George. Uh, use the hashtag BYBCast that so we're tracking. What is going on?
0: <laughs> Sorry, I love I you. <laughs>
2: Um, but uh, use the hashtag BYBCast these are going to be Brickyard Battalion seats so seats in the Brickyard Battalion section
0: are you, are you sure they're in Brickyard Battalion? yeah I got I mean, yelled at that for, for yeah, that we earlier uh, we, got we got a question he was like and, and the, so there's a Brickyard Battalion section and we have one of the BYB guys go um, don't ever ask me that question
2: one of the caveats with this though of course if you're going to be sitting in the Brickyard Battalion section you need to make sure that you're singing your face off and chanting bring the and, energy. Yes, bring the energy yes, for 90 minutes it. Uh, cuz th- those everybody um, that is involved with with all the chance and everything really bring it so i need a question from you for two tickets for the may 10th home game
1: well i i, I mean i mean the real jerky one would how many goals did george perry score in his college career in indiana which i actually had to look up to find out so that wouldn't be fair
2: i don't i i tried to find, i tried to find that and i couldn't even
1: find that. Oh. <laughs> well and one own goal <laughs> <laughs> Well, that was in the concussion state. Okay. <laughs> uh, <but laughs> another story, another I can't really That's diagnose right. concussions. That's They're totally like, oh, different. was just knocked on the head. He's going to Let it play. Right. Let him go. Rub Lay some go. On. On. on it. Get back out there. Okay. Well, I'll I'll give you one that okay. was um, that's already been referenced okay. since we've been on this on this cast. Solid. So okay. it, it kind of ties in. Like uh, can like you can you name the uh, the Indianapolis Daredevils head coach for the Ooh. 1978 season? Okay. Perfect. That name works. the
2: head coach of the Indianapolis Daredevils
1: 1978
2: for the 19 season. Uh, season. And Use his hashtag. Na- his name has
1: already been yes. mentioned on this. Use podcast. hashtag.
2: B Y B cast. Um, first person.
0: Yes. First go. Person,
2: first person go. <laughs> but, but while we're while we're waiting for answers to roll in, um, <laughs> one of the things now, I, I kind of want to side uh, side uh, bar real quick about foot golf. Have mm-hmm. you played any foot golf yet?
1: Oh, uh, uh, in a, in a number of different ways. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like most of my career was actually career.
2: Most of it was improving lies on a golf ball. <laughs> right, just gonna, you know, just move it this way a little bit. I can't play there.
1: No, I I actually when I first my first college coaching job was at the University of Rochester. Okay. When I got out there, the athletic said, "I've got this wacky guy that has a wacky idea."
3: Okay. Okay.
1: And it was basically foot golf, but what he had was a hole that was on stilts. Like, okay. fight, like so the hole into it. was yeah, actually five up, foot high, into it. and you had to chip up over and get into it. He was and playing Mayan soccer and, and, basically, yeah. <laughs> and his whole idea was to do this in Rochester, you know, in the yeah. quote-unquote off season from golf, right? Because we're going back to nineteen eighty-three, yeah. right, okay. around now, when sock when golf courses were pretty well populated. Yeah, now they're having a little trouble. That's why yep. soccer golf is is starting to come into play. Yep. Well, I'm saying. Do you realize that the off-season in Rochester, New York, means that there's accompanying that the the situation is probably five feet of snow? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not only you know having to deal with that, but you're but you're working from there. But um,
2: is that your correct answer? The very top. Uh,
1: oh, that, uh, Oh no, that was okay. a player. Oh, that's, that's a player. That was a player.
2: We had we had an answer. That but that's was a player. player. Sorry, Mark.
1: Um, leading goal scorer, I believe, for the Daredevils in those in go. that day. The coach.
2: Of the Indianapolis Daredevils,
1: and he used to coach at one time at the uh, University of Illinois Chicago campus. Ooh. He's giving you hints. He's giving you hints. <laughs> okay. All right. So, but um, you know, at camps um, with my soccer teams all over, we always play soccer golf. You set up your own courses. You you know you yeah you, you know you bang it off. You go around this tree and you do that. It's you know. You know, like, yeah, like frisbee golf and stuff like we that. We played,
0: we played ghetto golf, which was really tennis balls and golf clubs. No, yeah. no joke. Oh, we played into trees. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we played into trees. Those were your ones. Oh. It was amazing. We used to tear people's lawns up, and they were not happy about this. But anyway, yeah.
1: no, absolutely, it's there. But, but if you um,
0: played actual foot golf now, like what? None of the new. Like the a Tipton has a new co- course, one, I believe, and Franklin. And Franklin, Franklin I
1: haven't been on Friday, there what yet. Are what are you I doing? Um, oh, that's right! You're running the world. I forgot the whole soccer, world, the of soccer world of Indiana. Well, I'm actually having both my knees partially replaced. Wow! <laughs> well, I guess you can't play foot golf. <laughs> Wow! I mean, that's, a, you just uh, that's why I'm drinking so yeah, many beers. I put these in right well, now. All right then. Yeah. Um,
2: but no, yeah, we uh, foot golf is now uh, apparently a uh, officially licensed sport in the United States right. since 2011. Yep. Um, the Brickyard Battalion and Indy Eleven and those folks are going to be doing a foot golf. Um, tournament on June twenty first. Right. Um, there's a there's a uh, there's an actual t- foot golf tournament uh, this Saturday at Legends Golf Course in Franklin.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, if you go on the second, which is uh, we don't know if we're going in the Franklin or the Tipton one. Might go the Tipton well, one.
0: the Franklin one I think is free. It right? is free, but I'm then we're, <laughs> also, we're also spending
2: the the thirty dollars in gas to get all the way down to freaking Franklin. Franklin or
0: Tipton, it's kind
2: of like. It's true. Yeah. It, right? it, yeah. yeah. Right. Flip a coin. But yeah, yeah. if you, if you go there. down to Legends Golf Course um, in Geography. Franklin on uh, yeah, no, <laughs> uh, on uh, May second, so this Friday, you can actually play a round of foot golf for free. 18 yep. holes for free. Uh, you bring your own ball. You can rent balls there for three dollars. Um, make sure that you're uh, wearing indoor uh, boots.
0: Right, no, no actual
1: no spikes. spikes. No spikes. No spikes. spikes. You wear yep. Indoor, right? Yeah, that would tear up with some of the golf the greens and some yeah, of the I'm golf I'm a golfer.
0: Courses. I'm an avid golfer. I don't want to see foot golf guys out there ripping up my fairways.
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, and uh, and Dan Capisalis, I don't know if you have yeah. talked with him yet, but I think he's very much involved with that foot golf stuff. Yeah, so he's another he's a yeah, guy. To get yeah, we're going to be
2: working on uh, getting him on uh, to talk about that before the the, yeah. the, the, the brickyard battalion tournament and things like that. But
1: he's looking at you, Josh.
2: Yes, I'm
0: staring at you. <laughs> Make sure you book it in Reduce advance, it, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: but no, yeah, that's one of the things that uh, when I saw it and started seeing. You know that there was like yeah. a
0: World Cup of foot golf.
2: <laughs> Denver, I posted a video out the other yep. day the
0: World Cup they did that they did over in Europe, and it was crazy. They got all these people from like five, six different countries that came and played. They did an entire weekend thing, and you go, yeah. "Wow, this is this is weird because it's uh, these players that don't want to necessarily maybe can't play competitively anymore, but they just kind of want something to get out there sure. and do, but they hate golf like regular right. golf.
1: Well soon to be announced, um, in, on on, uh, on, on, August, on August 2nd right now, we're, we're in the process of organizing kind of a, uh, the Rachel Feige Foundation. I don't know if you know Rachel Feige. She's a young lady uh, who passed away this last year, a freshman uh, at IU. Uh, she's from the Zionsville area, and uh, through the uh, Indiana Soccer Foundation and the Rachel Feige Foundation, uh, we're going to be doing some fundraising things out at Grand Park. And and one of the things that we're going to be setting up are some soccer golf courses.
3: Oh, wow. Uh, okay.
1: For the youngest kids all the way up to a quote-unquote pro-am type situation. Wow. Along with four v four. There's pro 66. soccer ball players already right now? Like, is that real? No, I'm thinking oh, if you guys okay. would be the personalities that we would be bringing oh. in that people would All be right. paying yeah. to play soccer oh, golf with. Oh, this is what
3: I'm talking about. Guy. <laughs> this, amazing.
1: this is where we're going. I think, I right. think, we're, gonna, I think we're going to. I think we
2: found somebody to replace Josh in terms of our producer
1: <laughs> uh, producer role. Well, don't worry, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're safe.
2: <laughs> George could be our PR guy. PR um, for PR podcast. Yeah. Oh, we have a we have another That's guest. That's actually pretty exciting. Is that,
1: Yes. Okay. That is correct. Right. That is Who correct. Is
3: it? It's
2: John. It's John Thomas Lord. It's Lord. work. Twerk. But, Lord twer- but the name twerk is. is what the
1: coach was or is uh, was uh,
2: Sam Donnelly. Sam Donnelly. And what there we go. What we're gonna do is because even though uh, John Thomas Lord can't go, we're just gonna give him the tickets anyway, and he can find somebody to give them to.
0: That and, would be great. And and again, he, with the premise that he has to tell whoever he's giving these to, he has to give it, make them swear an oath to come and bring that energy, because if you sit over <laughs> in the BYB section there. On on that west goal, and you don't bring that energy, it's bad news. It's like a cult over there. It's really scary. (laughs) So I stopped cheering for 25 seconds, and I thought my life was in danger. (laughs) (laughs) Uh The capos were looking at me, going. You. I
2: like, you better not have your mouth closed.
3: My
2: voice was so scratchy, I just
0: started lip syncing like a muppet.
2: You drink like
3: six,
0: like flat, twelve 7 You're like, I'm ready to scream, and by about thirty minutes in, you're like, I can't. And I, yeah, I'm just, I'm just like muppet lip syncing. I'm just going.
3: <laughs> so
0: all right, you know. So a quick transition here for you. Um, so Lordchuck, uh, DM us, right? Yeah. You know, or or yeah, actually, yeah, I'll, I'll DM. Just, okay, you DM. I'll take care um, of it. So let's transition real quick. So obviously you have your teams that you like, and we were talking about Jose Mourinho, and you are talking about this. So give me some clubs that you root for. Obviously, Indy 11, give me a uh, if you have an MLS team and a big-time club team, big international club team. That
1: you know, you're, you're going to hate my answer. No. Um, no. I don't have one. I just love watching the okay. game, and I just watch, I love watching, you know, great, great games. I mean, Indy 11, Indiana soccer, Okay. Um, are de- are definitely there. In, You're in, such a in my homer. Arts. I am, absolutely. <laughs> I'm absolutely a homer. Uh, but, um, yeah, you know, I, I, I certainly follow you guys on all the MLS okay. teams and, and things that are around. But, no, I, I just enjoy... Watching good soccer. You have no
0: international and club to, or I, or a I, league that you prefer to watch over another. You um, just, overall, you're, yeah, you're overall.
1: Big, I mean, we we've got on our you know my my I have my 19 year old is a senior in high school right now, and there's more soccer on TV than you oh, yeah. know my my wife gives up downstairs. She doesn't <laughs> she doesn't even she doesn't even try to to right. put it on there. Right. And uh, you know we've got four or five or six different channels that will have games on, and yeah. something's always on between
0: Fox Sports and BN and all Fox, those.
1: BN, Goal, you know, ESPN, the whole, yeah. you know, NBC, SN, or whatever yeah, that NBC, one, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's it's all there, yeah. and um, and, and we watch it a lot, um, and 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 what, it, what, it, what I'm hoping to get it set up, and I'm very serious when I've mentioned that NCAA yeah. TV because we do do that. We did we do that with a lot of college soccer is on okay. NCAA TV. Okay. Uh, USL does have a contract with us or we're contract with NSCL, USL to they they do their games as well. Okay. And I've already sent the word to the professional staff at our national offices. Yeah. Let's get working on the NASL so we can <laughs> yeah, get Because right. they
0: did a company get out this of thing England going. at yeah. this point that's doing yeah. Yeah. this yeah. Why which why is which
1: is, you know, do it locally, and, yeah, which is and, weird. And they do it, you know, and, and I don't know all the, uh, you know, how they go about that's doing right. all that stuff. That's what the professional staff's for, but right. we'll, we'll definitely hook them up with somebody and and we'll get it going. But uh, the, the nice part on the college side of it is, is, in the old days when we used to do it through Fox Soccer. Yeah. It, we would charge the schools nine or ten thousand dollars, you know, plus we would pay another nine or ten thousand yeah. per game just to get that game. Yeah. On Fox Soccer, and we could only afford to do, you know, a dozen games yeah. a, a a season or so. Okay. Well, now it's down to where it's it really costs them a couple thousand dollars or so, you know, two, three, or four thousand dollars, whatever it is. And it's so worth the recruiting that they can be on NCAT because now people get watch it. Like Big 10 it and Network it.
0: and now SEC Network, which yep. has come out, and they're going to be playing a lot of that, yep. which is huge. Um, and I bring this up because um, I have a little story for you. So, wait, huge. No, no, what? No, no, please. I'll I'll let you go. You're going to ruin my flow here, but go ahead. It's all right. The Tailgate Show
2: yeah. finally, finally responded to us. Yes. Saying that Chris and Andy are officially personalities now. Oh. Uh, who, it's like, who are you guys? Yeah, and then he said, "Also, we'll have we'll be uh, excited about having indie beer in the Oh, uh, in the, uh, the, the kitchen studio." <laughs> <laughs> the kitchen studio.
3: That's awesome. so, <laughs> so,
0: so, so, my story here is, um, so
3: well, there's it. been a yeah. That's about <laughs> <it>. <laughs> <laughs> we have. Uh, I don't know if
0: you know this about me, but no the Real Madrid guy.
3: No, um, I, never are, I never would I never would have picked there. on that. We had to right. wait
0: to the end for this one. I needed this one, so. For the longest time, so my best friend I grew up with, Alex, and he used to be on the show, and and he's a listener as well. Um, giant Barcelona guy. No, okay. Giant <laughs> Barcelona guy. And I'm a Real guy. And mine kind of stem from back. i um, huge Luis Figo guy. Okay. I love sure. Luis Figo.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
0: And Real Madrid has always had kind of—I mean—strikers are fun, but I've always really enjoyed defensive players and goalkeepers, and that. And obviously, besides Casillas, but you had guys like Roberto Carlos that came in, and obviously you had one of the best midfielders and Zinedine Zidane who played. You know, and there's that culture. So we kind of had this. Well. As we kind of develop this group of friends, you have Andy, who is a big Man U. Him and Josh, a giant Man U. fans. Man U. United. Yeah, glory, glory, Man U. Yeah, not so much this year, but overall, have <laughs> um, My wife, who is no, sound, I'm being silent. Yeah, I know, <laughs> it's good. So, um, my wife, who is a Bayern fan, and and a lot of that comes from she didn't. She was kind of like you and I asked her the question, and when we got married, who's your team? Because she's so big into soccer, she's like, I don't know that I really have a team. I really enjoy it. But she actually ended up picking on on Bayern because she's such a big German goalkeeper fan. Oliver Kahn was her favorite mm-hmm. growing up. And so they just have a string of just great, up to Neuer today, right? Sure. So, oh, yeah, absolutely. So you have that. And we have a, a, another friend who is a, a, a big man City fan. Um, and then, uh, It's Timbali. Oh. So we have this whole group. And so we made a bet this year. After last year when Borussia Dortmund just gave it to Real Madrid, we said, all right, next year we're going to make this bet among six of us. Whoever's team makes it the furthest in the Champions League, the rest of the remaining five, have to buy that person the jersey of their choice. So it's gotten down to, obviously now, Bayern and Real Madrid. And so this has been a divided household. It divided <laughs> <has. I> <laughs> for the last two so weeks. Last week, so last week, you know, it was a good 1-0 win at the, at the Bernabeu. And um, I'm just talking trash. And I actually <laughs> created a Google <laughs> no. Hangouts It's called... Called uh, buying Chris's jersey, and it, it, it's been like a chat between all of us. I'm sending out links on how to buy it, and then today, so I'm expecting you go back to to Bayern. I'm expecting this is a, uh, and this is where I give a shout out to Gijo. He's a, yeah. a, a Gijo, I, I don't know if you if you know from Indie Eleven, big PR guy. Okay.
3: Oh um, yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, and, yeah uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. We're huge, yep. huge, rare. Uh, community relations,
0: Madridistas, yeah. Community relations, yeah. Um, and we get into this game today, and, and I sent a message out to him on Twitter. I didn't expect this result. You know, I I mean, they played well, but coming off of the the Copa del Rey Mm -hmm. and coming off of the success they had last week, this was like a team on a mission today, and it was weird. Oh, yeah. I I don't understand. So anyways, so needless to say, I've won the bet now, so (laughs) I'm expecting my white Champions League. I want the crest. If it's just a regular La Liga patch, I already have one of those.
3: I need that Champions League one. (laughs) This
2: is
0: cute. I love this, but anyways. So it's just interesting to have that team, but it's but, you what know, if we wait
2: until after the, if they win, and then you get the gold numbers on the back, too.
0: Oh, I know. No, I don't want that. <laughs> no, I don't <laughs> want that. I want the one so I can work for the finals. So, so, <laughs> tomorrow. So, no, so if you had to pull for somebody tomorrow, obviously you have Atletico and Chelsea. Do you have either one? Do you, I mean, have you been following either one? Yeah, so oh, yeah, score, yeah. Or yeah.
2: instead of pulling, who do you, think's gonna who yeah. do you think is going to
1: win? Yeah. No, I, I think I think Chelsea's going to win. You think so? Match. Yep, I do.
0: I mean, it was such an amazingly... <laughs> awesome game the first game
1: no well that's just it he's yeah. gonna he's gonna organize it so that they get the result they need to get Just
2: yeah. eke get out just to hey, yeah it wins a win.
1: it, it, that's all he looks at wins a That's win. all he looks at it's, mm. not, it's not about I'm not saying that's the way I would do it right as a yeah. coach and all this kind of stuff but I'm just you that's know, my you issue go with Jose Mourinho, Mourinho of all last oh, year yeah. is is it's this defensive thing and, and you leave
0: players that needed to play that I feel bring an energy I feel like Real Madrid is a high-powered Ferrari and you want to put them back as like a defensive tank that just kind of let's play. No, they're a team that they have to press the other team because their best defense, honestly, is,
3: is attacking,
0: attack? attacking. How do you not attack with guys like Cristiano Ronaldo? You have Benzema, and at that point, Iguain last year, mm-hmm. and you have um, Ozil, who played all guys that can attack and move and that was always my issue as is i go you play so defensive you put us in so many words cuz Casillas can only you save so many
2: he basically yeah. explained the entire Manchester United season. <laughs> 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 well,
0: I've been interested as a coach for the longest time. Obviously he was never going to get the uh he was never going to get the the time span that you know Sir Alex Ferguson got to kind of get this going but how do you feel how it happened with David Moyes?
1: Yeah, i mean, it, it's always a tough situation, you know. Replacing a, a legend, uh, you know, as far as that's Did concerned. <laughs> but but at the same time, I mean, you've you've got to be able to, you know, you're gonna make the right adjustments in games, and I'm not yep. so sure he made those yep. kind of adjustments that he needed. And to I make. think
2: it was, I think it was definitely one of those things where it, it it went to sound like Sir Alex Ferguson had the backing from all the board members of having David Moyes be the the selection from it, and then now that you finally start to hear it, it's like Sir Alex Ferguson was the only one who wanted this guy here. Yeah. And but when you you have that cred. That street cred that that Sir Alex Ferguson has, you're going to basically listen to anything that he says. Well, and we and we, and we we certainly have a, b-
1: a balance because we have a relationship with R- R- Rene M- with Renee Muhlenstein <laughs> with with his academy that yeah. his stuff does, and we have a partnership with him in Indian soccer, and. I think had he. Are you guys part of the
0: Illuminati? No,
1: I'm just <laughs> <laughs> we were involved in everything. And the, you- uh, and the YouTube feed yeah. just died. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but had he kept Moulasdeen involved, in, you know, in the in the staff type yeah. situation, yeah. the players might have brought it because because Ferguson didn't run the training sessions. Moulasdeen right. ran yeah. the training sessions, and that's that's been one of the critiques of Moyes is is the training sessions themselves, yeah. uh, what is going on. I mean, their personnel didn't change that drastically. Not to, not for the drop that it did. No. That it had. I mean, right. I'm not saying they were going to win. Uh, yeah. you know, the, the, They the could have at least league, qualified for some kind of some tournament. kind of <laughs> right? No, absolutely. Yeah. They, yeah, they, somewhere they, there. Made it,
0: they made it for next year, right? I mean, nope. they made the cut. They,
1: not yet. They did, Oh, they still haven't made They're the cut seventh. even for. They have to right. get ahead of uh, Tottenham.
0: They're seventh on the
2: table right over there.
0: <laughs> the Tottenham Hotspurs.
3: No Hot, Tottenham. Tottenham, <laughs> Hot, Tottenham Hotspurs. Right. Okay.
2: But, um, but anyway, no, George, it's been great having you on here. Um, it's been extremely educational, at which, I, which I enjoy because I'm a big nerd and I know that you're a big soccer nerd as well. Um, to hear. This is
0: this is even a lot of new stuff. I mean, there's a yeah. lot of stuff. Unfortunately, you can't find, you know, uh, uh, in our generation. It's, let me find it online because there's not, you know, you can go back to, uh, you know, indie star written stuff. You can find articles and you try to go through, but there's not a lot written. So, t- you are important in this in carrying on that again the history of. And I know why Josh found this so important is because again, whether you believe it or not, none of this happens without guys like you. That literally were. It, do you away. like to hear tonight not? You're a pioneer yeah. of of this one for Indiana. Wise, for everything you've done for Indiana soccer, in a lot of individuals that have put a lot of time, effort, blood, work, you know, sweat and tears into this. Without you guys, we don't have where we're sitting today. Where we can have this conversation yeah. and we can talk about Indy Eleven. We can talk about the, the the youth culture in here. And so all we can say is thank you for all. You say it's not work because it's a passion, <laughs> but but you know even with passion, there's still work. There's still the grind of what has to be done. So all we can say is thank you for everything you've done in, in all your.
2: Work. And how do people how do people find out about the Indiana Soccer Association? You know how do they get involved? Um,
1: just, uh, SoccerIndiana.org is our website, okay. and and you can go on there find stuff about coaching education, about the league play, whatever. My contact information is right there on our website, so certainly contact me anytime with any questions, and I can. If I don't have the answer, I'll find someone that. By the, <laughs> the license plate. By the license plate as well. And if absolutely. you're
2: and if you're at an Indy Eleven game and you see George walking around,
1: absolutely I, stop and talk
2: and, and ask him what what the hell is going on out there right now, so <laughs> I can enjoy it. A little bit <laughs> right.
0: Like, can you give me a breakdown? No. Yeah, so,
2: yeah, exactly. exactly. Uh, tools, thank you. Yes, thank you. Thanks to everybody who's been, uh, who's been listening and watching on uh, YouTube. Um, you can, of course, find us uh, youtube.com slash permanentrelegation. Uh, next show is two weeks from tonight. Um, not sure who the guest is going to be, but, hey, we're going we're to line something up for you. We're going <laughs> to get, get a player on. I'm going to say right now we're getting a player on. Oh, at least one. And, and we're, I'm going to get George all the links so that he can listen to some episodes.
0: There we go. <laughs> Although he's like, no, I've been on the show. I feel like that's enough.
3: I
2: think, <laughs> I think I've experienced all of it in, in an hour and a half. So. Uh, just follow us on, uh, at PR Podcast Show on Twitter. Um, you guys I have a, a Twitter account as well, at Soccer Indiana?
1: Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, the giving. Yeah, but, but I can't we say we I, know the But, but stuff. I can't say I know all the Twitter stuff. So. <laughs> that's accurate. You guys on Facebook uh, Pac, as well. Pac will be happy with me. Yes. <laughs> so like you on Facebook, and you yes. guys are under. Um. Yes.
0: Okay.
2: Search <laughs> right, right. soccer Indiana on, soccer,
0: Indiana Indiana it, on Facebook. You're it. gonna find it as well. Find, we find us on Facebook. There. He's like, this is why we have people who do this. Mine's not right? That's not me, as you were talking
3: about. I'm the me. old guy. We have players that allow that
2: allow
0: others to do their job. You're like, that's me. Exactly.
2: Exactly. Uh, at Case FC ball up uh, yes. here um, uh, and uh, of course find us on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Really important though if you guys are going through iTunes, make sure that you rate and review us. Uh, it's the best way that we can track all the listeners and all the people that have been really enjoying the show. We can improve it. Yeah, yeah.
0: We, we always and let, like us, to know. To yeah, let us know. Yeah, let right. us uh, know
2: if you want some guests on. If you want to have us, uh, us talk to somebody, right. give us ideas. Yeah. Uh, the only idea that we're not going to take is we're not going to tailgate and do the podcast because that's where we're not. We Right, <laughs> we're enjoying ourselves. Right. I'm going
0: to enjoy the fruits of the labor. Yes, so exactly. everything the BYB and all those guys have done. Yes. So
2: George, thank and, you. And, thanks for being on. Thank you and Thank you
0: BYB. Yes. Uh we appreciate everything you guys have done and all the support that you have.
2: At the underscore E-Y-Y-B
0: and uh, Josh I know you're working I know you trained all day and you've been working you sir are the man you don't even shout out here to cave Peters I love you too you're oh, amazing you your eyes on
2: that bit <laughs> anyways alright guys we'll right. talk to you later bye